0: So happy, Buggy. Happy, new you? Happy, Kathy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> happy, Kathy sounds drunk.
0: I kind of <laughs> do, don't I?
1: You're a little punch
0: drunk. I'm not. I'm a little tired at the end of a long week drunk i think it's the same effect though
1: it is it is very similar well i mean hopefully we can just come with inside you and draw out some of the passion that our listeners have come to love about you can we do that (laughs) can we go inside of kathy right now and just
0: you want to come inside me
1: well, I mean, yeah. No. No, 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 no. no. On your ass. I, I definitely want to come on your ass. No. But, I mean, I'd wipe it off. You know, that's 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 just how I am. I'm a clean guy.
0: Well, that's a little bit of respect right there, I guess. That is, I'm not, a. am not, I have never
1: been Uh, make a wet spot and then someone has to sleep in it kind of thing.
0: Oh, no. You, you got to own your secretions, man.
1: No, I mean, you, that's what you just, if you're going to come inside someone, there needs to be like baby wipes, paper towels, something there, or at least a washcloth. And then yeah. you got to, you know, you just sit and you drain for a few minutes
0: and then go to bed. Uh, it's I, I like that.
1: Yeah, I have never been like a, well, handle it, bitch. Ugh. It's just never, that's not my way. I'm a be prepared. I'm a, I'm a boy scout. In that ways, there's always baby wipes and towels and stuff like that because I just don't like fluids that much.
0: That's true. You are a be prepared kind of guy. The amount of di- backup dildos you have, blankies, condoms—I mean, you really do prepare for sex.
1: Wouldn't it be neat if I actually got to use some of those things in the near future?
0: Now that would be even better.
1: <laughs> well, then, goddammit, it, let's talk about some of those. Pef- pe- pe- P- p- potential things when we start the show! The following show is for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. And if you don't like it, please go fuck yourself. One, two, three, four! Do you feel your sex life is quite lame? Perverted Scared that your desires might be strange? Perverted Come and join the kinky world of play. Perverted it wasn't bad, Kathy. That you you brought yeah. some enthusiasm. Hello, and welcome to the Perverted Podcast, the show where we explore the adventures of the kinky lifestyle, sex, and the human mind.
0: Recording live tonight in front of Kathy and Boogie. I'm Kathy.
1: I am Count Boogie, and Kathy, I am sorry that you've had a rough week. I don't know how much you're gonna get into your rough week uh, because obviously there is a burning question. I mean, last week was almost at a war level of you not getting the D so I almost don't even want to ask if there was D so maybe I'll just talk about some of my useless crap and then Well, we'll just get up to it
0: I'll I'm gonna put you out of your misery there was D
1: oh thank fucking imaginary gods
0: That's exactly how I felt when he bent me over to do the usual spanky, spanky, whatever. And all of a sudden, he goes to grab a condom and I'm all, (laughs) (laughs) It's happening! I was glory, weird. glory, hallelujah!
1: Creative explorer grabbed the fucking condom. <laughs> he bent me right over and stuck it right inside my nether. That's all oh, I can do. The, and, p- uh, thank
0: you. That's should enough. probably just stop. <laughs>
1: But I'm just excited. That's good. So, yeah, at that point, the bar is so low. You're so desperate to get it in you. It was probably amazing, wasn't it?
0: It was amazing. It didn't last that long. We had every intention of doing it again. But, man, my weekend got just going really fast, and I I just had too much to do. And then the whole week I had too much to do. And I'm looking forward to this weekend, only to find out I'm not going to see him really until Sunday. And I'm like, okay, just... (sighs) Keep it together. You got the D last week. <laughs> just,
1: it buys a little time. It does. Yes. Because it was getting bad. I mean, listeners were writing in and they're like, dude, I mean, you know, they heard the bro finger thing and they're just like, you know, do we all need to come down there and help Kathy out with a bro finger? I mean, like our listeners are very dedicated to making sure that you get the D or at least something up in you.
0: This is why I love our listeners, and I very much appreciate it. It's all good, and we're getting back normal, and I'm very, very happy. So what's going on with you, Boogie?
1: Well, first big news in uh, in the Boogie hygiene front. This week, Kathy, since we last spoke, I, Count Boogie, have had three showers at the gym.
0: Oh they oh no wonder you're in such a good mood
1: there it, kathy it was it was you know a lot I mean March twenty twenty other than Texas other than the few months that I went to Texas last year um I've had I counted because I can count I had eight actual showers in a year and two months uh. The rest was literally with a wash basin and storage. So, of course, the gym opened about a month and a half ago. I've been working out seven days a week. That's been great. And then they finally, uh, and they all knew. It was like a celebration. You know how everyone eyes me because of the Crocs and I had a challenge mm-hmm. to make everyone at the gym love me? Well, now they all love me. Because I come in at four in the morning, I'm gregarious, I make jokes, I talk about unicorn sparkles, I throw magic on them when I come in. And so they all, you can tell the people at the gym know me, because the day the showers open, I went to pee and I came back out because I saw that things were all off the shower. And I was like, Ugh! and one of the curtains was up and I'm like, Ugh! and I walk out and the guy looks at me and from like literally
0: 30 feet away, he's all... You can clean your balls. Oh, buggy. What kind of reputation know, do you have over there? They know me. That's why. They know me.
1: It's Ugh. so. It's like that Cheers song. Don't you want to go where everyone knows your name? It was amazing. So I go and I take my first shower at the gym in like a year and a half. And so, you know, and I come out. And I was looking sad and they're looking at me puzzles There's like three of them up there and they all know me and they're like, well, how do you feel? You feel fresh and I'm just like it was kind of kind of bittersweet and they're like what we cleaned those last night I go no, no, no. First off, thank you guys so much for being here and for being a part of opening and it is and it is great to finally be able to get clean but Halfway through my shower, I, I look down, and I'm like, I'm still fat. Oh, my God. I, I thought it was all dirt, Kathy. Oh, my God. And I'm God. washing and scrubbing, and it's like it's not going nowhere. And I'm like, fuck, I got to get back on the fucking treadmill. And they start laughing. And I go, I thought bitches were going to start liking me again. And they're like, ah, Buggy, you're fucking nuts.
0: Boogie, if. If fat could wash off in the shower, I would be a very happy person.
1: (laughs) We would be in the shower a lot. But no, it was pretty cool. And then, uh, and then, uh, because I mean, it's good that this happened, Kathy, because it has been getting really, it's been getting weird. Like I am, I have some detached programming. Like, I am, like, not a part of society anymore. Like, really, really weird. Here's an example where I really knew it was weird. So, you know, started getting the showers. You know, I'm sleeping at the gym. Some crazy guy's out there. There's a fight. Fucking, you know, 10 cop cars pull up. Literally, all of this is, like, literally, I'm ready to go to bed. It's, like, 10 o'clock, and I get up at 3 or 4. And... They're screaming, and the cops are rushing in to stop all this, and I'm looking, and and it's time for me to go to bed. And, like, literally, Kathy, I could literally throw a cup and hit all of the cops. Not that I would. I'm just saying that just to give you an idea of distance. So they're going through all their thing, and there's all this chaos, and people are gathered around watching in the parking lot. I'm 30 feet away, and I literally just go. I have to go to bed and I literally lay down, turn on my porn, jerk off, and fucking go to sleep.
0: Where the cops
1: can see you? No, I have curtains around my van car. Oh, okay but it was just the fact that like literally all that i can hear screaming and people going on i'm just like don't care just watching some lesbian strap on anal oh my god i'm just going to finish myself and go night night and i realized i'm just not in touch with the world around me right now and just don't care so i see hopefully this is hopefully this is a good thing got to get your kink right all types on fat life in the for, some, it's a
0: big delight. for your peace of mind, please know the author of every single post we talk about has specifically granted us permission to do so. We don't just willy nilly run around grabbing posts off of Fat Life without getting permission, just, just so you know. <laughs> Can you imagine Kathy, if we did? Kathy! What? <laughs> <laughs> what?
1: You did get dick! <laughs> Why? <laughs> Anybody that listened to last week's show three ten and then <laughs> listens to three because I edit and I hear last week you were so pissed about not getting Dick when it was time to start Fed you literally go fucking whatever I don't care don't whatever I don't should I even say this anymore
0: like you. I'm trying and, to make up for last week's show and, and here be one extra diligent <laughs> just because I got dick doesn't mean it affects me in any way, shape, or form.
1: Now you're all like, for your peace of mind, everything's great. We wouldn't do that to you.
0: We don't want to make for
1: ah, uh, Dick crying. Dick, I'm getting cr- dick I'm is crying. an
0: amazing restorative <laughs> medicine, okay, is all I'm going to say. Oh. Uh, a little bit goes a long way. If that's not
1: something to put in the science envelope.
0: <laughs> I mean, because
1: I was just listening to it, because like, I do all the editing. And just the anger and disdain that you grumbled it out with. Whew, okay, I'm sorry. All
0: Proceed. Right. Proceed, I, Catherine. I will continue, because I'm being that diligent. I will, for the listeners, continue to seek out dick. Just to give them a good show. How's that?
1: Okay. You're, you're a giver.
0: <laughs> All right. This week I have a post by Yes Sir Q. I yes kept Sir saying Q. that in my head over yes and over. Yes Sir again. Q. Yes Sir Q.
1: <laughs> Is it Sir Q like Q-U-E or just the letter Q like the, the omnipotent Q. Star Trek
0: thing? Yes. Like that guy Q. Mm. Nice. Yes, sir, Q wrote a post called Five Types of Spanks, in which he pretty much just describes five types of spanks. I thought it'd be fun if you and I go through them and we could see how much we like or dislike doing or receiving each one. And the first one is sexy spankings. He mm. describes that as probably best known by most people as punishments. These are designed to be fun, playful, and get your juices flowing. Do you like those kinds, Boogie?
1: I like, you know, remember, I'm not into fluids, you know, but yeah, it's just, you know, I just picture like fountainous squirting squirting, uh, you know, going out there. Yes, I like it. Yes. I like that type of spanking as long as I'm not getting drenched. What but I like pick- squirting as long as I can put down a
0: towel. You guys do that. Isn't that part of being of having littles is the, is the cool little fun spankings you do?
1: Oh, absolutely! Uh, oh, we're going one at a time. I thought you were going to read all of them and then we we're going to go at no, them. Oh okay. no, 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 no! Absolutely, um, these uh, you know, otherwise known as sensual uh, spankings. There's a million ways for for the fun spanking, and this is something that the idea is pleasure and arousal. Yeah. So yes, this is this is literally my go to spanking, especially when you're just starting with someone or they're new to the whole kink thing because the whole idea is really to feel good. It's not about bringing in a lot of pain. I'm sure we're going to talk a lot about that in some of the other styles. And this is where, like, we did the spanking video that's now over a million views, I thought I should mention. Um, and and that's where you put someone over your lap in such a comfortable way, like with pillows and things like that, so they can really relax and you could just really get into the ass yeah and there's like this the stretching open so you kind of pull the pussy and ass a little bit open and just rubbing and so it's spank 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 and you use cupping hands and flat hands and all sorts of little percussion-y type hands and it's it is just it's a great way to just be introduced to an ass
0: yeah i love these types of spankings um I'm more, we're more of the playful fun. It's the kind of stuff that, um, yeah, they're sexy because you spank me in any way, shape or form and I'm getting turned on at least a little bit. But uh, Creative Explorer likes to do this throughout the weekend. Just go, okay, come on. It's time to get your, uh, your hello spanking or your (laughs) bedtime spanking or something. And it's a lot of fun. These are one of my favorite ways. And you're right. It's a fun, easy way to get into something when you're playing with somebody new. So that's a good one. Cool. Let's go on to the next one. Punishment spankings. This <laughs> type of spanking isn't supposed to be enjoyed by the spanky. He says it's punishment for a breach of some kind of agreement on behavior. Yeah.
1: Um. I just got to be honest. And we've talked about this on the show probably multiple times. I don't give out punishment spankings. I am not a punisher. It may have stuff to do that I was, you know, I was beaten a lot as a kid and there was nothing that I'm really attracted to about that. And I just don't connect with an adult giving another adult a physical punishment. So um, I can't really I mean, I understand it conceptually for people that don't have the kind of hang ups that I do. um, But I just uh, personally, I don't I don't connect with that. As my responsibility to physically punish someone.
0: Right. I, on the other hand, am a huge proponent of punishment spanking. Yes, you are. Receiving and giving, in my opinion, a power exchange that's worth anything to me has to have consequences. And uh, I don't see, for me, if I'm with a partner who doesn't like giving or receiving punishment spankings, our compatibility will be limited. It's that much of an aspect of it for me, sure, absolutely so yeah, and, and
1: so so that's I mean, and that's where I say I called the first one like sensual spankings or romantic spankings or whatever, because to me, I like punishments where it's like someone's being bratty and there's like a spanking for that, or there's some sort of like like a play negative behavior to where it's and that's where I call those punishments because it's like oh you're going to get corner time and then I'm going to come over and fucking yeah. spank you and finger you in the corner but the actual uh the disciplinary spankings and that's interesting that that is literally a mandatory for your dynamic
0: it on almost is i if i don't need to give or receive punishment spankings but if they're off the table it it leaves a huge hole in my power exchange on either side of the right. slash and right, so right. in fact i'm taking full advantage of that right now because I simply cannot or have not been able to up at this point in my life, stay on my diet and I am use borrowing creative explorers will. Right. Because he has a very strong will. He can power through a lot of stuff. I don't. And so I've asked him to do that. And as I've spoken about in the last couple of shows, or a couple of shows ago, he's um, we've incorporated that into our power exchange, and uh, I have been on this diet going on five weeks now because I have agreed to, to this, and I do not, Boogie, want that punishment. <laughs> it is so harsh that I'm sitting there going, I want a donut so bad right now, but I want even more not to have that punishment spanking at the end of the week, so I'm not gonna go get it. It's that it's that horrible for me. So
1: Kathy, let me ask a question. All if right. I can.
0: Go ahead. Um,
1: and I know this is anecdotal. Did you um, did you get a lot of spankings as a kid? Never. Ah, okay. I mean,
0: when we, got, when we got spanked, it wasn't really spanked. It was, you know, grab your sandal and smack them. if the Fucking chonkla. If, if the butt was handy, you spanked it, but you didn't hold back from spanking any other part.
1: So it was just chonkla whapping.
0: It was that. It was dish towels. It was, you know, anything that was handy. I mean, uh, we didn't get really beat. Unfortunately, my sister had a little harder... A harder time than me for some reason my mother was a lot harder with her and it was uh, that's a that's a tough thing when um i I have a different experience of my mother than my sister did for that reason but it was never harsh beating to the point of getting bruises and so all right um but yeah that's i never we there was never you never you didn't get put over anybody's knee you didn't uh, nothing like that i don't know why i like spanking so much
1: I have noticed. And once again, that's why I say anecdotally, because my my survey of of five different people um, doesn't qualify as scientific evidence. But I've noticed uh, in some of the people I've talked to that people that have had a lot of discipline spanking when they were children um, don't connect to it as much in their dynamics, whereas people that are more into the punishments. I have noticed uh, people didn't have a lot of spanking. That's why I ask.
0: Right. Well, um, I'm not surprised if you have a very negative uh, background or history with something, you're not going to want to bring it into your dynamic. That's, that's, generally speaking, I mean, I actually yeah. know people who, who were you know, slapped and spanked and, and find themselves conflicted right now because they like it sexually, right. too. And they're like, how could I like something that I so hated in my childhood? But that's just the way the mind works. You can't. Figure that shit out.
1: No, ge- no absolutes in this world, right?
0: All right, let's go on to the next one, which is therapy spankings. He says many people find spankings to be grounding or cathartic; they give some kind of release of built-up tension and have psychological benefit. These are also known as maintenance spankings
2: or cathartic.
0: Yes, he mentions cathartic. Okay, Ground- right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: absolutely. This now, then I say I'm not into. Punishment spankings, but I have been a part of a lot of cathartic spankings. That and not all have been planned. You know, sometimes you can be having a fun spanking, and all of a sudden you hit on something that goes cathartic, and your bottom starts crying uncontrollably, and then you go to take them down or check in and see. Where it's going and they're like I want to keep going And you keep going and that's I call That organic and, and in the moment And kind of following right. what's going on But cathartic spankings And I know so Many partners of mine Some people they're Like I'm just so built up But I can't let go because they're fighting 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 to hold Their sanity or their anxiety Or or their stress And they, they have all of these Fronts and barriers that they put up to protect themselves. There's so many reasons for holding it in and they just need somebody to push them to the point to where they let go. Right. And I have been a part of some amazing experiences like that with with multiple partners. And once again, it is something that works better when you trust somebody. And when you have something established, like if somebody came up to me and I didn't know them and they're like, yeah, I'm having a really rough day. Can you beat me and until I have a cathartic, you know, uncontrollable <laughs> <No>. crying experience? <laughs> yeah. I'm probably just going to go ahead and puss out and say, no, no, that's, that can be dangerous. I'm not yeah. saying it can't happen. And people haven't had that. I've had people cry in their first place scene for different reasons, um, but in general, that's something that they're they have their walls up to everyone else, but you're the one they're supposed to trust to be able to let down that wall and take them over it.
0: Right. I have also, like you, been part of some really great cathartic uh, spanking and impact play scenes. Uh, on the giving end, not on the receiving end. I don't know that I would really want to. I can be, I can have boundaries up as much as the next person can, but I can become easily overwhelmed into releasing those. So I don't have a problem with that. I mean, fucking, I, I wear my heart on my sleeve and I, I cry at the drop of the head. In fact, I cried an hour ago. That's how you don't have to reach far back into my past, to find out when the last time I cried was,
1: you were just happy you got dick.
0: <laughs> That's so happy, let so happy. me over yeah. thought it was going to
1: be a spanking. You grabbed a condom. It's so beautiful,
0: <laughs> you really love me. <laughs> <laughs> so even though i i can I can really be a hard ass sometimes and put up those those walls, it doesn't take a lot to bring them down. So I I don't I've never felt the need to have those, but I I am a a service top as well. So that is right up my alley. I'm always willing to help a friend, uh, pull, uh through something like that. But like you said, I, I feel the same way. I, ab- this is n- absolutely not something I would engage in with someone. I don't know very well. So that's sure, a, a good one. All right. The next one is role play spankings. Yes. He says, because we've all got some kind of memory of spankies, we can easily associate, associate them with different scenes. It's not even necessary to really be enacting specific roles because our association can be so strong.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, this is one of the things that I think most of the non-kinky culture understands a little bit because of, you know, at least they've heard about the, you know, student teacher role play or the doctor patient or, you know, warden, you know, prisoner or, uh, you know, f- you know, German Nazi rape play, uh, you know, uh, okay, maybe not that one.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, there's that one. <laughs>
1: I was was expecting you to jump in on that, but, you know.
0: uh, (laughs) No, I'm I'm watching you dangle on your own. (laughs)
1: Thanks. Appreciate that. These are the jokes, kids.
0: What's what's a good co-host for, anyway?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Your straight man just ran a curve. There are so many. uh, I don't know. Maybe I don't remember ever being that hung up about playing other people for my partners. But I do a lot of it now. Like, just how many times I've been Kylo Ren or, or Professor Snape or, or any other number of people or anime uh, characters. It really is just a fun way. If you can suspend the whole, why aren't you fantasizing about me thing, and just say, it's fantasy, it's okay. Like, I've been, I've been the 10-dude gangbang all myself and just talked about you know all the other dudes standing around waiting for a turn you know to to beat and spank and fuck but so many of these are so much fun because you really just get to you know just spank and play it's just it is very freeing for me to just go ahead and and be with somebody and know that we're able to just kind of play
2: like that
0: well you are a performer at heart so it's not surprising to me that this this kind of spanking really speaks to you and also not surprising to me that is my least favorite kind of spanking because (laughs) while i don't mind being in front of an audience or playing a role if you give me a script i suck at improvising and i suffer from great Great performance anxiety when I have to really do that. It's a, oh yeah. I I'm just horrible at it. I
1: just want to interject something and and, and just a thought because because I can see both of our both types of listeners that are like, yeah, I relate to Boogie and yeah, I relate to Kathy, and I just want to out myself. I'm actually the worst professor Snape. Like, I don't even do the accent or, you know, I don't do any of that shit. And when I use the person I used to play that with, they're like, yeah, yeah, don't don't try. Just I'll I'll do it in my head. You just be there. I would just talk about the, you know, like it was, you know, we're teaching uh, the dark arts. I'm teaching whatever the defense of the dark arts uh, class and Hufflepuff is fucking off. And then I bring her up and spank her in front of the class and then, you know, make, them, make her show her pussy and stuff like that. But you don't have to be great. That's part of the fun of role play is you can just be awful at it and then it makes it kind of fun, you know, I like... Think, uh,
0: no, I, I actually know what you're talking about, I think, but I'm not talking about skill level because I don't care if you actually have the accent of Professor Snape. It's hilarious to watch because you can riff so easily and and come up with stuff like that where I'm like, I can't really embody this character. I don't know what I'm supposed to do here. I'm completely lost.
1: I think that's wonderful. And one more suggestion because, you know, I'm always going to be an advocate for Kathy Eh. uh, expanding herself, whether she does or not. But I I do that because I'm talking to the other listeners. I know you're not going to change uh, but what you can do <laughs> cuz I'm a dick. Yeah. But what you can do and what I've done is if you do something in advance like oh I want to be this character from this movie, you know, I want you to be uh Uma Thurman and I'll be John Travolta from Pulp Fiction or something. Go watch the movie and take some notes. If it's whatever character it is, go to like a fan page and then, like, you know, 10 facts about that person. There's stuff all over the Internet that can help you kind of get some of the mannerisms of what makes that character interesting to people.
0: Right. And do that's a, little a good. Research. That's some good tools to use for anybody who's listening. Unfortunately for me, uh, you just took all the fun out of kink and you just bored me to tears. <laughs> I do not want to do homework in order to spank someone. Just get your ass over here. Bend over. Pull down your panties so I can start spanking. Well, you're a little more straightforward than I am, Kathy. I I accept that. I accept that. All right. Let's go on to the last one, which is hardcore spanking, in which he, he describes as, Strictly speaking, most people consider this impact play rather than spanking, but it's hard to tell where one ends and the other begins, and often it is all happening in the same scene. It's the harder end of the spanking spectrum where sadism and masochism become part of the mix.
1: I think you and I are both going to hear here on this one.
0: (laughs) My favorite (laughs) right there. That is my favorite.
1: (laughs) Go, Kathy. Just go.
0: It's just I am such a sadist and I don't like limits. So if I have somebody under my control who I'm getting a little hot right now under my control who has little limits in the pain tolerance category. I'm a very, very happy camper. I love watching people squirm. I love hurting people and watching them suffer. So this is right up my alley,
1: Kathy. I've always known you are a gentle flower of a Girl Scout type person. (laughs) (laughs) You just all of a sudden—I just all of a sudden heard, like via the internet, like dozens of people just cringe, going, "God." Kathy's fucking vicious. And probably (laughs) about 20 of them are like, that'd be awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Dear Kathy, not boogie. Dear Kathy. I have minimal limits. I'm kind of flexible. I like the reaction of the hard spanking. Um, which sometimes you don't get if your partners are nonverbal, you're just going to get the intensity and then they're going to like disappear into subspace and you just get the play by play afterwards. But I really, I enjoy impact spanking at any level because not everyone needs my full force in order to get that reaction. Some people don't have a high pain threshold and they react with that yummy, juicy reaction, even with a small smack. Uh, and I enjoy that just as much. There is something about being very aggressive with somebody and building the cane welts and the belt straps and and seeing the ass respond to it and get red and, and hearing the cries. Um, but once again, it, it just... I'm into that reaction, so if it's a little bit, then it saves my shoulder, and if it's a lot, then i got to switch hands a lot.
0: No, I agree with you. This is part of one of my big problems with stating outright I'm a sadist and I like people who want to be hurt or punished, is that almost across the board you will get people saying, Oh, I don't ever want to play with you. I can't take a lot. Well, you're not understanding what sadism means. Uh, uh, Unfortunately, words like sadism, hard impact play, um, are associated with wild flailings and screams and red butts and, and everybody getting just crazy in a scene. That's absolutely not the case. Sadism just means that you enjoy causing someone pain, and that pain can come in many different ways, and with many different intensities your i knew somebody i played with whose skin was so sensitive she was a very pale girl who if you just flicked her with your finger she would it would be very painful to her so it didn't take a lot and i didn't need a lot i don't need to reach my arm back as far as it will go in order to get a good f- flap in there it didn't i hardly had to do anything to get the reactions that i wanted I enjoyed myself doing that scene as much as I would with anybody that I'm playing with that likes to be hurt.
1: Sure. Now, that being said, it is fun to haul off and whack someone. And here is something I like that we went over. We haven't gone over like the differences and spankings in a while.
0: Well, it's um, a great post. Yes, or cued. This is a, a very um, uh, it's been a long time since I read a post that was. Uh, so concise and filled with information and it didn't, you know, take pages to get across what he was saying. He's a very good writer.
1: I thought it was very good. Here's my last tip for those that want to swing hard, but their bottom can't take hard. Hit him with a fucking pillow. Hit him with something. Get a pool noodle and cut it in half. And you can whack them as hard as you want, and it'll make a thump. And if they have a low pain tolerance, then that'll still get an effect out of them. Oh, You'll yeah. still they'll still jump and whatever. It's just change the implements. Which uh, as we're ending this, I almost forgot to tell you. Now that we're gonna probably start playing uh, more with people again, like I'm going out to see Mew next month, uh, and her and her her friend, I'm gonna be playing with we may actually have a, a paddle sponsor that listens to the show that I've been kind of talking back and forth and then he makes really badass-looking paddles. And so you and I may be uh, receiving a couple of those to then review and partake of the, uh, the joys of those paddles. Right. So I'll keep you posted on that. But uh, mm-hmm. that looks like a, a lot of fun. And oh. if you're out there... Hopefully this conversation gave you some ideas And you can get in there And and just try stuff with your partner And talk your way through it And uh, and change up what you need to change But just fucking get your hands on a goddamn ass Or get some hands on your ass Is geeky World News a social enigma? I don't know, let's ask Enigma He should know because he's got the same name <laughs> easy, easy, cause you're Enigma.
2: Do, do, do,
3: do, do. Ah! <coughs> is,
2: is that my James Bond song? Uh, Yeah, that's your James Bond song. <laughs> I don't know that I was ever in a James Bond. It okay. was a great song, but then it was an even better version on an early South Park. How you doing, Enigma? I'm doing pretty good. I'm getting ready to road trip across the country a little bit tomorrow. Road trip and going to Tejas, going to Tejas, seeing my uh, my parents, and they're bringing the puppy, so I will get to have a little some puppy love this weekend.
1: Little puppy love, but you're talking about an actual puppy. We have to make that. Uh, Th- that's fair. Yeah, you know, we have to make that discernment between <laughs> uh, puppy and real. I'm like, oh, puppy love. Oh, that's that's oh, an actual dog. How weird.
2: Yes, this is this is an actual canine uh, pit bull. So. Yeah. How,
1: how lovely. So no no peanut butter action just No, no, just none of that. Good no. good boy. Good. That's good cuz that's Th- thanks,
2: Booky. It's creepy. I'll creepy bet. and weird. Mm-hmm. So other than that, any uh <laughs> any flirting going on? Uh definitely some flirting. There's actually uh next weekend I might uh not this weekend obviously, but next weekend I might have some potatoes um because we're having a uh, vaccinated only soiree um, at a uh, at a house party up here in L A and so and I'm going with somebody who we I've uh, I actually had a really nice date with last week and we talked about playing so stuff might happen I don't I don't want to get too hoped up but I'm I'm staying optimistic. Yeah, I mean,
1: there's potatoes, you know, that's yes. really, you know, if there's potatoes, someone's eventually going to have to carve one into a butt plug and, uh, and use it. <laughs> Just put a flared base on it. You don't want right. to be like that Catholic cardinal or whatever that uh, got the potato shoved up his ass, said he was cleaning. Mm-hmm. He was cleaning his uh, blinds naked. And uh, just trips and a fully lubed potato got wedged
2: <laughs> in his ass. You don't have just a potato lying around, fully lubed, ready to go?
1: No. Apparently, no? Okay. Uh, them Catholics, you know, them Catholic uh, priests, they got lots of them. Just, they're just all over the place. Just, you know, Heavenly yeah. Father potatoes just everywhere ready to just, uh, I don't know, make holy fries or something. Something like for that. For Lent. Or something like that. I can't tell that. I've told that story on this show like 11 fucking times. It never gets old. No. Never gets old. It's like literally 12 years ago. But I, his shame still lives deep in my heart. Like the potato. Like, <laughs> no, that's deep in his ass. Oh, oh, um, oh, oh
2: uh, wow. I, I do remember when I was working the, um, the summer camp circuit. We, we heard about a Catholic summer camp where their uh, septic tank had to get cleaned out. And it got, it got clogged up because there were too many condoms in the septic <laughs> tank. I mean, good for them for using condoms. Yeah, but good, eh? Apparently they were using so many that it clogged their septic, septic, septic system. Well, you know, let's just put that out in the open so we can, it's just one of those
1: things where you're like, these are things that you would just normally tell people that are having normal sex that aren't hiding shit.
2: Right. You're just
1: like, you know, Hey, don't throw those in the toilet. It'll clog the tank. Oh, okay. (laughs) Note to self. But because everyone's (laughs) got to hide it, we're going to find it eventually along with your 800,000 tampons that you're also not supposed to flush. like a tampon condom burg. like how'd you like to be the one to go clean uh, never never mind never mind never mind enigma we have we have other stuff to talk about why don't we talk about the the horrors that the younger generation was mass, must must uh, the the one you know all
2: right our first article comes from the conversation.com And it is entitled, The Lockdown Changed the Sex Lives of Young Adults, New Research. So lockdown, for a lot of people, has affected our health, our work, and how we interact with people in general. Uh, A lot of people, a lot of countries around the world put restrictions on how people could interact. And this has, in some ways, affected young adults as they explore being an adult. And in this study's case, their sexuality. Now, this study is based out of the UK, and they talked to 565 people from about 18 to 32 years old. And all this was done through an online survey. Um, They didn't have anybody come in and break quarantine. They were asked about their sexual activities in and out of lockdown, including both sex and masturbation, along with watching pornography, along with just their overall general health. For the people who continued being sexual throughout lockdown... Uh, only about 20% in their specific categories of sex saw an increase. So about 20% of people watched uh, more porn, 20% watched uh, had more sex, and etc. cetera. There was an increase in sexual activity specifically for males who were not in heterosexual relationships, while, uh, whole re- while reported uh, overall lower interest in um, sex during, or excuse me, While women reported overall lower interest in sex during lockdown. Uh, Women who are a fan of casual sex actually saw a better overall uh, well-being during lockdown. So they, uh, I think with a lot of people, um, they kind of had a lot of like introspection over the last year when they didn't have access to that thing that they um, used to have pretty readily available. So, as in the UK and the world starts relaxing their lockdowns, uh, we need to keep in mind how people will respond to the sudden freedom, specifically young people. Um, They talk about in the article how there is uh, a bit of a worry, I guess, that we're going to see another roaring 20s of people just kind of letting loose and not really worrying about consequences. Well,
1: I... uh... I mean, the jury is still out on that I mean, it's surely a possibility Mm -hmm. But also, as we see less interest And we see in other cultures We're already, you know, with texting and social media There was already a start of moving away from more intimacy And more connecting with other people So it might go in the opposite direction to where people just kind of, hey, you know what? I've been enjoying this introspective. I haven't had to deal with all this drama in having these other partners that I had to kind of swim through before. So you may see the opposite effect where it may actually start a trend. Because, I mean, we have to understand that the early 20s, that's hoe years. That's, that's <laughs> the time where you're supposed to be a hoe and have lots of different sexual experiences, hopefully. And kind of figure yourself out. And then once you kind of do, then you, you know, make your decisions on partners in life and stuff after that, mm-hmm. um, traditionally. So right, it right, is right. going to, I am excited. I don't know if I'm excited. Um, I am excited anytime when guys start to move closer towards more uh, gay experiences and away from the head experiences because that helps Enigma and I get more women. So I don't have a problem with that. I think, I think, you know, guys should fuck more guys. I definitely think that shouldn't stop.
2: It, it um, definitely uh, evens the playing field out a little bit.
1: It de- Well, yeah, I need, I need a tilt. I, de- at this stage, <laughs> I mean, I look in the mirror at the gym. I joked with Kathy before about it and I'm like, I actually need the edge. I, I just need that leg up mm-hmm. uh, on this situation. But I think it'll be interesting to see. I don't know if it's going to be the big breakout. I just, just haven't really seen it. I mean, after the first three months, everyone was going crazy. Mm-hmm. And like, oh, my God, I got to fuck. I got to fuck. I'm not intimate. I'm not intimate. And now it's just become you don't hear as much of that. It's like the body knows how... I mean, because that's what it's like for animals. There's a mating season and a non-mating season. And a lot of people in our culture just haven't had that. It's always been kind of an availability of sexuality. And then, of course, if you partner and you have regular sex with your partner. So we actually got to experience sexual famine. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people, physiologically, the body takes away those
2: priorities
1: so it could focus on other aspects of your
2: health. So it'll be interesting. It will be interesting. And uh, I mean, my my main concern, I I kind of agree with the article a little bit, because I know like when kind of newbie kinksters get into the scene, uh, we call it frenzy, where they just like they fuck everything, they do everything, they kind of go a little overboard. And so that's something that uh, I know and I almost feel like that might happen more with the experienced folks who are used to having, like you were saying, that readily available action. And so, like, once stuff starts opening back up and there starts to be play and all that sort of thing, like, are people going to flip out? Or are we going to be able to stay a little bit more reserved?
1: All I know is I can speak on myself. Mm -hmm. I have to push my mojo. I can feel it. Like, intellectually... I know that I want to get back to my sexuality, Mm -hmm. but I barely feel any of it. So when I go visit Mew and hopefully play with her and maybe even her friend, um, it's going to be, I know I'll kick back into it. Right, right. But like literally if you said, oh, that trip isn't going to happen for another month, I'm just like, whatever. Whatever. So I, I kinda just don't feel you know I just my I've adapted.
2: Yeah, you you found a place of contentment in the in this, this land of famine we're in right now. I wouldn't say contentment
1: is the word <laughs> that I would definitely just say I've just shut it off, you know. So Okay. Uh, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see. My gut feeling is is I don't think it's gonna be any more of a frenzy than, uh, than it's ever been. And if anything, it'll be a little less. That's going to be my bet.
2: That's fair. Alright, so we're going to move on over to our second article. And if anybody's interested in reading these articles themselves, they are going to be on our FetLife group. So just search for that Perverted Podcast and it'll be the first sticky at the top of the page. So this next article comes from therollingstone.com and the articles entitled Why are women on TikTok asking to get peed on? Cuz it's awesome. <laughs> and I'll do it. I'll do it too. It, it, it's on my list. I want to do it. You've never peed on someone? I have not. It it's, it's on my it's on my like kink to do list like both ways just to like see how it goes. I mean never even like in the shower joking like
1: you're showering with someone. I mean a lot of people have done that. I have not no like like they're in the shower and you they're like you're goofing off and then you know she's washing her face and then you just start peeing on her back and she's like, what is that warmth? God damn it <laughs> <laughs> or they just like give you a hug and then you're they're like legs wrapped around you and you're all, oh wait a minute and then you look <laughs> down at them and they're all <laughs> that's hot. That's I like yeah. That. It's yeah. It's fun, but you're actually you you haven't actually just fucking hunkered down and peed on someone.
2: I haven't done that yet. No, so it's on the list. Anyway, so on on TikTok there is a new hashtag called Piss Talk. Memes about <laughs> golden showers and on purpose jellyfish stings abound. Which, by the way, actually doesn't do anything. What do you mean it doesn't do anything? Uh, I I've I read a article a couple a few months ago where it's like the the urine actually like it it, it doesn't help the sting oh damn don't say that because i mean it's an old old wife's i mean you can still do the role play it's fine i'm just telling you and anyway tiktok is uh, a home of all types of memes and viral trends about dancing skinny jeans and various other stuff but it seems with the realm within the realm of kink talk, which our very own perverted podcast is a part, mm. there is a trend of people asking or offering some golden fun to their followers. It seems that this trend has a pretty roleplay inspired pattern. The TikToker concocts a scene where they have to accidentally, on purpose, engage in piss play and actually enjoy it. <laughs> now, because of the terms of service, there's no actual pee involved. But this article does talk to a TikToker who gets into this, and they see it as a way to find something fun and sexual in an age where a lot of people, especially in the younger generation, are pretty desensitized to most sexual things in our media. And this trend is largely dominated by young women who use the joke as a way to express their desire, i.e. I love this celeb so much, I'd be okay if they peed on me, or spit in my mouth, or other types of kind of what people would consider edgier kink stuff. Nice. What the talker they talked to feels is that this and other similar trends is very much about women being more comfortable owning their sexuality and expressing that through TikTok.
1: I like a tear in the eye. That's that's like I feel (laughs)
2: like,
1: yes, like slow clap, 80s fucking, you know, angst movie slow clap right there. Just right there. Yes, let's get more towards this type of openness. And a lot of, uh, I saw some of these and, and, you know, some of them are more jokey about it. And it's, you know, they're having fun with it. But it it is amazing that some people are now able to say, I don't know. Well, you're a little bit younger, but I'd like to thank Louis C.K., the comedian, (laughs) And a number of other comics. Mm-hmm. Because Americans especially have been bathroom phobic for generations. Like, you do not talk about poo-poo or pee-pee. You might be able to talk a little bit about pee-pee, but definitely not poo-poo. But in, in, in the last, like, 10, 12 years... Mm-hmm. You've heard a lot, especially I say Louis C.K. because he does a lot of poop humor. Right, um, right. A lot of people have been making jokes about poop. And then, of course, the poop emoji came out and uh, everyone fell in love with poop emoji. I mean, they started making a Merc line for it and people were getting poop stuffies. And then, of course, Mr. Hanky from South Park. I have two of them, by the way, stuffed Mister Hanky's that I still have. <laughs> um, people all of a sudden started to normalize bathroom stuff again, right? And that is so. I mean, because it's 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 a daily natural thing. <laughs> yeah, it's sometimes gross or whatever, but it, it it's just what happens. I mean, Family Guy has a whole song about you know everybody poops. Everybody, Absolutely. And then, of course, South Park did Mr. Hankey and then, of course, the Circle of Pooh and stuff like that. So not to get into bathroom stuff, but it's just nice to see that there's been an evolution away from being hung up about bathroom stuff, which then leads to some things that are actually kind of hot. And I'm not into poop play, but I know some people are into poop play and that's great and they should be able to explore that uh if they if they wish, but P play is a little bit different. It's a lot cleaner. You can drink water until all the yellow goes away and it's just clear and warm. But it is kind of cool that people are now able to discover that as far as like a power exchange mm-hmm. it's about territory. I mean it's fun and it's dirty and it's funny, but it's also <laughs> about territory and dominance. When you pee on your submissive, it's like an ownership. And there's a primal thing because that's what animals do constantly. They're constantly marking their territory with their pee. And so when you're talking about doing that in kink, it is a very primal activity. And some people, you know, go all the way from just, you know, kneeling in the shower and then you pee on their chest or their back. And say you're mine. And then rinse them off in the shower and fuck them. All the way to people are now ingesting it. And and that type. Which that grosses me the fuck out. Sorry. It's just true. Totally <laughs> cool. People are into it. But for, it, it hits me in the squeaky spot. But I do love peeing on people. And I think it's, it is. As far as the power dynamic of it.
2: It's hot. It's hot as fucking fuck. Well and I think my. Generation kind of helped, kind of start this thing where my generation kind of normalized, you know, eating someone's ass. Sure. And how that, like, before us, that was pretty like, oh, like oral was okay, but you you don't go too low. Right. And now right. my generation is like, okay, maybe it's okay to go down there, or maybe you know, with communication, you might like play with your finger down on their asshole and see how that goes. Like, normalizing experimentation. And now this next generation, specifically, I think it's Gen Z is the specific one. They're getting more open about, like, let's try this messy stuff and see what happens. Absolutely. I mean, just to go back, um, coprophagia, which is
1: poop eating, mm-hmm. actually in the 1700s was almost as
2: common as blowjobs. It really was. Wasn't it like um, people like the, like the royalty would get high? Yeah, on like mushrooms and stuff, and then like the 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 lower like the peasants would get their shit and piss and be and like consume it sure. so they could get like secondhand high.
1: I get, yeah. There's a lot of stories, and once again, you start going into things where everyone starts to get uncomfortable. But once again, <laughs> it's just digested food, right? That's right. all it is. It's not some magical thing. It's just you know, it's it smells bad and it's kind of gross, but it's just digested food. So it has your body stuff in it, and then whatever. But uh, in general, I think if people want to be peed on, there's you know obviously some safety thing and ingesting, and you know do some Google, look on the Googles and find out what's what's the healthiest way to do it. But my thing, my go-to is drink a lot of water and pee a bunch of times, and then your pee is going to be clear, and it's you know you can you can pee in all sorts of places. Try not to pee in someone's eye.
2: I actually took a, a really interesting um, class uh, last week, two weeks ago, um, actually on water sports. And the, the teacher, she, she, she kind of said the same thing, like if you just want normal straight up pee, like drink a lot of water, it's kind of what you're saying. Um, but also if you want to change flavor... You can it's, it works very it's the same way as semen like you can actually affect the flavor based on the things that you eat sure so, so if you're someone who consumes that um, so it's it kind of follows the same rule if you're eating like dark meat and you're drinking a lot of sodas like you're you're not gonna taste as good but if you're eating um, eating like natural fruits and vegetables and that sort of thing you're and you're staying hydrated stuff's gonna taste a lot better so I think sure. there are, those classes do exist. So definitely look for those um, on places like FetLife. Absolutely. And then when you want to get to the next level of advancement,
1: you Thank learn you. how to piss inside of someone. I was going to say you call us, but yes, yes. also that. Yes, you call us because that I'll teach you how to do it. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to teach you, Enigma, that, personally, that, that, That's, fair. How, to, that's fair. how to do it. Well, I mean, I can teach you because the idea is that you get someone into a doggy position and... You can't be hard to start with. You kind of, I have to pee. And then it's like, okay, you like make out a little bit and get like a half hard on and then get the half hard on inside of them and then start fucking a little bit to get a little more hard. And then you concentrate on allowing yourself to pee and then you can pee inside them. And it feel, it's like basically gentle, warm fisting from inside and then it creates that pressure and then they get real turned on and they masturbate and then you pull it out and it explodes out of them I like it Yeah, it's pretty hot. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. You got to be fluid bonded obviously with someone.
2: I mean, obviously. I mean, you could you might be able to do that with like uh internal condom.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe I fill the condom inside of them, but mm-hmm. it's a there's a chance of the condom breaking inside of them. Obviously, yeah, that's, that's true. not that's not you know, yeah, that's not the uh, probably the, not the best idea. But <laughs> <you> should, just, <laughs> just get like, tested. Just thinking be fluid. of options, but yeah, yeah there's yeah. there's options. You know, who cares? A little AIDS among friends. Fuck it, right? <laughs> so, I mean, if they want to get a hold of us, Enigma, where do they go?
2: well boogie if they want to find us on social medias they can find us on instagram at perverted podcast they can find us on twitter at perverted Picass. and like i said before they can find us on fetlife there's both a group and a page just search perverted podcast have fun in texas enigma we'll see you on the next one
1: yeah! we are old and our socks have mold we are bold and our hearts are cold we've been told that these years are gold, but we know that they're not so fucking.
3: Yeah! Yeah! Yeah!
0: All right, that's it. That is the end of show 311. Thank you to all of you who support us by listening to our show, pimping us out to your friends, tagging us on FetLife, or supporting us on patreon.com forward slash perverted podcast. Speaking of patreon.com, a very, very special thank you to all of you lovely listeners who find so much value in the show that you support us by donating five bucks every month if you give a fuck. If you'd like to reach out to us for any reason, drop us a line at pervertedpodcast at gmail.com.
1: Kathy, it has been an exciting show. And what a difference a week makes when there's dick involved for Kathy. God damn it. <laughs> very, very excited. Things are coming back for all of us. My balls are clean right now. And I'm yeah. happy about that. Ah. They're clean. It's not like they're fucking sweaty. They're clean. I washed them this morning like a normal fucking human. Uh. So who knows what's on the horizon but what is for goddamn sure is if Kathy and I don't drop dead, there will be show three twelve next week.
0: But if we drop dead, no promises.
1: No promises, <laughs> Enigma. If you're listening, uh, try to get into the thing and do. It. It's all yours, bro. Enigma and Path Girl. You, <laughs> Enigma, Path Girl. Garbage can. Ah, fuck it. You know, just make it a public forum. I'm sure it'll sound wonderful we'll be dead see you next week (laughs) so grim
3: job, a place with a little rent, I pay my bills on time, so don't be getting bent, so what if I like video games and trips to Comic Con, I don't need to be the king, right now it's chill to be the fun! place with a little rent I pay my bills on time so don't be getting bent so what if I like video games or trips to comic con I don't need to be the king right now it's chill to be the pawn. look one I avoid a life of frustration blissful with Who pulled out this ruler and measured what I'm supposed to do? So you'll think that I'm productive As if it's up to you. You can rule the castle, I'm cool digging the stitch. I may have dirty hands, but at least I'm not a bitch. I got a little job, a place with a little rent. I pay my bills on time, so don't be getting Video games and trips to Comic-Con. I don't need to be the king right now. It's chill to be the pawn. Chill to be the pawn. Chill to be the pawn.